Community Conversations with Community Centres SA. Here's Kerry Ackermans. We all know the valuable work that community centres do. And with West Torrance having nine community centres within their council area, we'll be talking to Angie D'Amato today about what happens at her community centres. And one of them I particularly want to talk about is their very successful active ageing program. We know we have an ageing population. So it's great to know that we've got community centres offering programs that means that we can keep our older people engaged. Hello, Angie. Hi, Kerry. How are you going? Good. Now, nine centres, that's a lot of centres to be managing. How did you get into this? So I started off as a community facilities officer. So um, I've always worked in all of the centres, throughout all of the centres. And now I'm the um, senior community facilities officer So um, now I'm managing the centres here. Yeah, so it's very busy. Some of our centres are just hireable spaces. Um, So some of them are hireable halls and hireable meeting rooms. And then some of our centres run programs. So they're all a little bit different. Um, Some of them are art galleries. And then we have our community gardens as well. Angie, what drew you to community? I think, uh, well, I came from an events background. So I started off in event management um, and then... Throughout my my events journey, I started to run some um, community-type events, which I found uh, much more rewarding than the glamour events, I guess. And so um, that's how I got into community services. Um, And then once I started my role here, I just found it really rewarding. We have a lot of regular groups. We have, like, the Greek Pensioners Social Club. We have the Italian Pensioners Social Club who come in once a week for their social interaction and they, they play bingo, they play cards, and they share a meal together and we have a lot of those, those types of groups throughout our centres. So that's why I ended up staying in the city of West Torrens and we've been growing those types of programs here. Interesting, Angie, you say about the Italians. My partner's Italian, and we went to a community. Oh, okay. Yeah, we went to a community <laughs> club for a dinner, and there were groups yeah. of them playing cards everywhere because, of course, they have their own card sets. They're different the ones they that we do. use. They have the Brish cards, the Brishkula cards. <laughs> and what's the game that they like to yeah. play? Brishkula. Brishkula. Sure called. Yeah, so it's the one with those pictures. And what would that be like? Is there any other game like that? Does it only have pictures on it? They just have pictures, yeah. Another day, how to play that? Well, if you want to know, you go to... The Severton Community Centre. They come in here every Wednesday and they play bocce, I think it is. Yeah, bocce. Um, in the hall. So they set up the halls with bocce. Um, they play pool, so they play eight ball, they play cards. Um, The women all play bingo together. So, yeah, it's a really rewarding day for everyone and provides a lot of social interaction. So it's a a really great initiative from Frank, who runs that group. He's been running it for many years. Is Frank a volunteer? Not through us. He's been running that group, the Italian pensioners group, for God knows how long, but many years. And he runs all of their events. And, yeah, he does that all alone. So he's doing a really great job of that. That's fantastic. It does sound like you cover a lot Mm. of multicultural programs. You're really catering to that demographic? Yeah, yeah, we definitely do. It's very inclusive. We have a lot of different cultural groups who use the centre on a regular basis, weekly, sometimes daily. So that's really rewarding too, to meet different people from different cultures and then they invite us to their events. So that's all very exciting. Well, that would be a lot of fun. Now, you've got a new reduced hire fee. We do. So if you are a resident, so if you live in the district of the City of West Torrens, you can now hire a community centre for half the price. So we hire our centres out for all different types of events. So that could be a wedding, um, a birthday, a child's first birthday, 
Holy Communions. We just have all different types of events here. Um, so if it's a family-style event, you can now have the centre for half price, and that's across all of our venues. It gets quite costly when you're trying to hire places now, so community spaces can be a really affordable way for people to hold events, can't mm, it? It definitely can, and I think um, especially if you're having a child's birthday party, we have the Apex Park community facility. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that one down at West Beach. I am. Yeah, so they have the adjoining playground. It's a very nice open centre for kids. So, yeah, that one's now half price for residents and it's it's really busy with kids' birthday parties. Oh, that's like your own loyalty program. I love it, Angie. Yeah. <laughs> if you live in the area, you get to hire for less. That's right. That's a really good idea, actually, a loyalty program. Oh, well, there you are. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a marketer by uh, background, so <laughs> I'll give you that tip, Angie. The Plimpton Community Centre looks like it has a very mm. large program around ageing. Well, can you talk to us about your active ageing program? Yeah, so the Plimpton Community Centre has a really great um, active ageing program. Um, they have, I would say, about five or six different groups there. There's the men's social eight-ball group, so they get together once a week. They play eight-ball, um, share a meal, share a coffee, have a chat, and anybody can join that group. We have movers and shakers, so that's chair-based exercise for people over 50 Really easy exercise. They play a lot of music and have a little dance at the end, so that's a lot of fun for them as well. And then every Friday afternoon, the Plimpton Community Centre gets transformed into a movie theatre, basically. So they play a different movie every Friday afternoon, and everybody's welcome to go and watch a movie together. Who gets to choose the movie? Oh, Deborah. Deborah runs that group. She's great. (laughs) Deborah chooses the movie. I'm sure she consults with the group. And um, sometimes they play classics and sometimes they play new movies. So, yeah, it's a really, really good time for them. Now, I notice that you have a coffee, tea and me, which is just to drop in. How does that work? Mm. So we have set dates for that one. It's all on the website. And you can just drop in for a chat, have a coffee and engage with other people in the community. So it's really good for people who are, are feeling maybe socially isolated so they can engage to connect with other people in the community, make new friends, stuff like that. So people who are feeling lonely and don't have many people around them, and um, they can come to any of these sessions and make new friends. Um, it provides a new support network for them. And it's just really good for their mental, physical and psychological well-being. Absolutely. Speaking about good things for your psychological well-being, fitball drumming. I'm trying to just vision that. Yeah. Angie, help me with that. So if you can imagine those big footballs that they use ah, yes. in the gym, mm-hmm. they're, they're at the Clinton Community Centre with some drumming sticks and then music is played and then they do like a big drumming session and they have a little dance and it's all a lot of fun. Lots of music and lots of fun and it's also um, a fitness activity. So it's really great for the seniors in the area. Sounds wonderful. So the Hayhurst Senior Citizens, you're saying they've been meeting for mm. a really long time? The Hayhurst group have been meeting since the 70s. Um, they're still meeting at the Plimpton Community Centre. They've been meeting there this entire time every Saturday. And every Saturday they set up lawn bowls in the hall and then they set up some card games, some board games, some lunch, um, coffee and tea. And it's been the same group for all these years. Some of them are in their 90s now and in their 80s. And they still meet every Saturday. So we pop in and say hello every Saturday as well. So, um, yeah, that's really rewarding to see the same people getting really great use out of the centre. Well, that sounds to me like there's a bit of succession planning that, you know, people keep bringing people in who are younger, who transition through. Yeah, that's right. And then it just keeps going and going, which is awesome. Oh, I love that. And at the Theberton Community Centre, this is where you've got the Mm -hmm. Italian group of pensioners? Yeah, at the Severton Community Centre, we also have the Greek 
um, Pensioners Group every Friday and the Italian Pensioners Group, uh, they're in every Wednesday. The Pensioners Group have been meeting since 1991 in different uh, West Torrens facilities because we sponsored the space for the group and they meet up every week and they all play. There's probably a, between 50 to 100 of them that come every week and they would play bingo, they'd have a shared lunch together, provides a lot of good social interaction. Um, they have a bus driver who, if someone can't drive or can't get here, he makes sure they can get here and get home safely. So, um, yeah, they're two regular groups we have here. And then we have a lot of different classes here, like robotics for children. Gosh, twice a week we have Bradley Beddens, which is a fitness group for people with disabilities. So they come in twice a week and do a fitness class. And, and then we have dance classes for people with disabilities as well. So there's a, a lot going on at the Severton Community Centre. Certainly is. And you're holding a fringe event, Westside Fringe. We are. So we, it's our council's first fringe event. So we're very excited to be launching it. Um, it's Westside Fringe and it will be mainly um, family style events and events for children. We're making them accessible for everybody so they'll all be free events, free entry and free activities. So for example, on the 17th of February is the first Fringe event that we're holding. It's like an, an opening event, I guess. Um, and we're going to be having a bunch of free activities all day um, for families to enjoy. So they'll be, they'll be able to come in and play chess, for example, learn some robotics, do some dance classes, do some taekwondo, do some sports out on King's Reserve on the Oval. And we also have some life-size games like chess and drafts and stuff like that. It's going to be a jam-packed day full of free come and tries for the kids all day. And then continuing through the Fringe, uh, we'll be having events all season. So where do people find out about those events, Angie? Once the program's finished, we're almost done, um, it will be uploaded onto the Facebook page and the website and that's where they'll be able to book in. Some you'll need to book in, some you can just arrive and that's where they'll find out, find the full Fringe program. And you've got a lot of programs there. How do you decide what to do? Are you doing community needs analysis? Do people feed this back to you? We do do community needs analysis. Most of our programs at the Clinton Community Centre have been going for a long time and most of them are unfortunately booked out and they're just so popular. So there's definitely a need for those ones there. So we're just continuing those ones. Yeah, and so we do some research and we go out to the community and ask what they would like us to do and what they would like to see in the centres. And that's what we, we try to act on those ones and try to provide the community with what we think they require. Has things changed over time since you've been involved? Definitely. I was here throughout COVID, so obviously... Throughout COVID, there was a massive change. We had to shut down all of our programs. We did try to keep people engaged by doing things like making up home packs and dropping off packs at their houses um, and doing home visits and stuff like that. And then ever since COVID, obviously everything's back to normal now and it's just been really flat out. Um, all of our centres are really busy. The horrible spaces are just really booked out well in advance at all of our centres. Yeah, and the programs, the social programs are also really busy. So I think it's just getting busier and busier since I've started here. Which is great to know that you're providing yeah. those place-based activities in your local community centre. Angie, is it only for community residents? Can other people come from other communities? How does that work? Um, for the West Side Fringe, anybody can attend, so you can come from all over. For the active ageing programs, that's just for residents. 
So it just depends on the program. For stuff like the Italian group and the Greek group, anybody can attend. Yeah, so it just depends on the program, but the information is all on the website. We see a real trend. A lot of people will think that only older people go to community centres, Angie. Are you Mm. providing something for youth or is that something you want to try and expand? We do. We have all the youth programs throughout um, the community development department. So they run a lot of youth programs throughout the library. So that's where you'd find most of those ones. And we run a lot of events. So there's the summer festival as well that goes on through all of our reserves. There's a series of um, family events that run through January and February, so all through summer. So there's lots of children's events for that and, and family events. And then the rest of the children's programs will be run through the library. Right. So that's where you do your youth programs through. Yeah, they usually run through there, yeah. And now what about food? Is there any cooking? You mentioned community gardens to me. And a lot of people okay. now are looking at sustainable living and eating. Is there a tie up there at all? Are you running cooking programs? No, we're not doing that at the moment. Um, we have been approached by people who are interested in collaborating with us. So we're looking at that right now. Our community gardens are, the model for that is that a resident will apply and get their own garden plot. So um, if they don't have any space at home or the time to garden, they get their own plot and that they can come in whenever they like and um, tend to their plot so they can grow their own vegetables, um, their own herbs or whatever they want to do in there. Um, and so they're really busy as well. We have two with waiting lists at the moment. So ho- hopefully we can get some more community gardens up. Is that a space issue? No, because... I guess you've got to have the land to be able to do this on. Yeah, I think that you need to get everything approved and stuff like that. It's just a long process. Um, there's definitely some in the pipe works. We're just waiting on, on everything to be done and for, the, for it to go through the, the proper process. But hopefully we'll have some more plots available for more residents because they're very popular. When people are hiring your halls, Angie, they then need mm. to bring in all their own catering, but you've got the kitchens and the plates and what do you provide? The only thing we provide is um, the space. We provide the furniture, the tables and chairs, and then we provide the the sound system, so the projector screen, the microphone, and some connections for you to plug into our sound system. And then everything else, um, the hire brings their, all their own other items. So they would bring their own plates and dishes and coffee and tea and stuff like that. And yeah. Obviously, you go around and see all of this happening. What do you go and see that just brings joy to your face? You sit there and think that's just a great community. Yeah. For, for our bookings, for our private bookings, we do a check-in at each booking, even on the weekends. So on the weekend, you will get a staff member popping in and just seeing how your event's going. Do you have any questions? Is everything working for you? And we we just stay and assist for a little while. And we see so many different events. There are so many different kinds of weddings, um, you know, different cultural weddings. Yeah, it's all really rewarding to see it all come to life because we can see them, you know, prepare the venue and decorate everything. And then sometimes we can see the actual wedding take place. So I would say the weddings, the big extravagant cultural weddings are really good to see. They had a Bollywood yeah, wedding. Yeah. Don't they go on for days? They would have had yeah, to hide the space do. for ages. Yeah, any, any type of culture that you can think of, we've had, we've had a wedding here. So, it's, yeah, it's really interesting to watch and really fun to watch. And what's on your plans for things you'd like to do in the future, Angie? What, what would you like to see happening in your community centres? Well, at the moment, we, we are taking Westside Fringe throughout all of our community centres. So that's what we'd like to see grow, do some more kind of public events throughout our centres so that people can visit the centres you know, and experience what we have to offer here. 
And then we're, we're working on some more programs, different sort of programs, different sort of active ageing programs. So we're doing a lot of different things where we're looking forward to see everything come to life. It sounds fabulous, Angie. And I just love the way that by providing that connection in one place based, it knows that someone can go there and the referrals that you get, I'm sure, are enormous. That's probably the word of mouth, how most people find out about what's going on. Yeah, I would say definitely. But we, we don't really advertise at all. We don't really need to advertise. It's just word of mouth. Yeah, definitely. What a great place to be. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us today, Angie, and good luck with it all, especially with the Fringe program. Thanks, Kerry. Thanks for having me. Community Centres SA advocates, connects and raises the profile of community work by sharing stories to help our community sector with this weekly podcast. Community centres are open for anyone and provide place-based activities to enrich the lives of people in our communities. Look out for the next episode and please share our podcast to your networks. Keep sending us your valuable feedback and suggestions for interviews to info at communitycentressa.asn.au. Community Conversations. For more information, check out communitycentressa.asn.au.